hundreds of stories, live inside of the people we meet. A whole world is alive in every single mind. Perceptions, influences, differences, and similitudes are all revealed one interactive moment at a time. Welcome to Faces on the Train, a compassionate study of strangers and short narratives of emotional imagination. This poetry and flash fiction are all narrated by the author. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Okay, I'm on a nature trail and I'm going for a hike. I hear raging. This man, he's just going on and on about all the social priorities being rearranged, the destruction of the family life, the music, the messaging, the clothing the kids wear, just going on and on about it. Then he comes into view. This skinhead looking dude and this sister just tying her shoes. I'm thinking, what's the world coming to? His name is Nicholas. Faces on the train. Lilybeth and Nicholas. Lilybeth has been best friends with the pussy monster on and off since they were 16. He is a hard-headed man. This is the story of love and how it feels when it never happens. Nicholas, the pussy monster, has a thick body, stocky, like he is built of brick or cinder block. All ten fingers he has are each the size of a small man's penis. The Pussy Monster is an agile dancer with rhythms that betray his light hair and crystal azure eyes. His hips are tribal and his stature knows only precision. The Pussy Monster is a living heartbeat, a pulse whose complexion has been stripped. His naked soul stumbles around dressed in the manifestation of a white man. Lily Beth's whole thick, big brown body is an inconsequential rag doll to the Pussy Monster. No part of her is heavy, and even her rich ideas are less than a handful to him. Mary Beth is hated by the Pussy Monster. She pours into him liquid love. It fills him from the feet up, like warm, honey-colored Kool-Aid. He gets drunk, remembering himself. But they are old now, and seeing each other again after way too long. The Pussy Monster grunts incomprehensive lungfuls of rant speak. This is how he loves making unachievable demands for a simple world with positive people caring about good things. Lilybeth runs from the pussy man. They run together. They run from hate. They run to catch on to the coattails of circus life where genitals do not define the feel of love. They run to dodge the lies of liberalism, looking for a field of flowers with a soft pad of earth for rainbow-colored skin holding hands through the intoxicating scent of hyacinth, jasmine, lilac, and rose. They stumble along, past the sidewalks, pushing through the aggressive blooms and taking flight into the deep wood. Their lungs are full of spring air now, air that forces thoughts into the body. Pressing on the edges of their skin suits, they are bloated with oxygen. There is a chemistry to their friendship but it is extinguished by words. Warmth ignites from rays of the sun. No more talking. They run, skipping stones, stepping over rocks, up the ridge of the reserve further into the welcoming forest. No more words. The thick green new canopy draws the eye left and right, erasing the complaints, erasing the exhaustion, erasing the dead heartlessness of winter. They run some more. Nicholas and Lilybeth hold hands but do not love. The empty truth flows in the warmth between them. Lilybeth wants his softness, and Nicholas wants a meal he does not have to cook. 
They are two frames in visceral dimension climbing through the wilderness of this wild world. Like light and dark exposure in a black and white photo frame, they blend into an image, but they do not mix. She wants to protect him and he wants to be sedated. She is an upright threat. Her strength and beauty make Nicholas feel exposed. She is a walking vagina, pulsing in a wet and red upright momentum. Lilybeth is the aggressive flower, sweat beating down her brow. She does not want to be an organ. Not his brain, not her heart, not either wants to play with parts. She wants to be light like the sun and spill into the spaces and colors around her. They do not want to choose between branches and leaves and bark and dirt and water. She wants to blink and be dust, she says. And he says, dust without gender. They want to be dust without shame. Pussyman speaks with the gruff heart of a child's rejection. In abandoned laughter and words spit past the wide grin of his teeth, he says something mean to deflate her. She is seeming too large for him now. Her features have swollen outside the field of his vision. Lilybeth's light has entered him. It disturbs his mind and bounces through his cranium. Her love is like thunder, a shocking disruption to the sleeping giant. They are old now. Their knees are stiff and both lack emotional agility. Too much honesty is the electricity between them. His anger wilts like a flower. She smiles like a hungry lion. Ogre is really a butterfly and his fat fingers lace through her hand like veins. Princess is the monster. They are sleeping on the ground. The dirt, the moisture, the decaying logs contrast pussy man's perspiring skin. He sweats enough love to grow food in a desert, but they never touch. They are not lovers. They are friends. Desire wraps around her spine, and there is something like rain she wants from him. Neither can recall the culture of this ritual, but there is a clear fear she may very well eat him alive. Faces on the train. Her name was Lilybeth. This her, my God, she vexes me. A moment in this company erodes the foundation so solidly built, but no, love stronger than false vespers. I sheathe my sword and let her darkness test her. This dancing snake, this last new she, a moment is too much in her company. This she, with me, had not one word of speech, but tar where some a beating heart do keep. This she... We can train ourselves to respect our feelings and transform them into language so they can be shared. Audrey Lord, Sister Outsider. Faces on the Train is written, narrated, and produced by Felicia Chappelle with creative director Will Walker. Audio engineering and production assistance, Mary Evans. Music composition, Umbikeli G. Scott Jones. Content editor, Connor Jameson. Special thanks to Bomani Moyenda and Khalil John. Graphics, Miss Hanifa Jones. Email us at info at womenworkwonders.com or follow us on Instagram at womenworkwonders.com. Wonders. Thank you to our entire production team and thank you very much to our listeners. Catch the next episode of Faces on the Train.